Uh, welcome back to the Favourite Words podcast. Today is episode six. Time flies, we are having fun. Um, and today we have a very exciting episode for you. Uh, I say exciting because we're discussing my personal favourite, Artie Monkey's record. Uh, it's Humbug. Uh, and we Yay. will share some thoughts on the album and address some debates, maybe. Like, is Alex Turner really singing about erectile dysfunction? <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Uh, I'm your host, Mira, and I'm here with Mara and Lottie, as always. Uh, and let's get started on the episode. Let's talk Humbug! Humbug! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as I said, Humbug is uh, the Monkey's third studio album. It was released in 2009. That's two years after Favourite Nightmare. And it was recorded in its entirety in the US with the help of Josh Homme. Hum? I don't actually do you know how to pronounce his name. Josh Hom. Yeah, Hom. From mm. Queens of the Stone Age. And it's quite a big departure from the sort of garage rock they previously made in, in the first and second album. Wikipedia describes their sound actually as incorporating elements of stoner rock desert rock, surf rock, and ambient tones. And I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I love stoner rock. Stoner rock, sounds yeah, great. sounds exciting. Uh, <laughs> it has 10 songs, and so with that being said, I want to ask my first question. Having listened to the album in full, what came first, the chicken or the dickhead? <laughs> um, uh, okay. No, honestly, this, oh, is a question, this is a question that I have been occupying myself uh-huh. a lot with <laughs> while writing my thesis, because I'm writing it on... <laughs> On animals, animals and um, on Clarissa Spector, mm-hmm. who writes a lot about whether the chicken or the dickhead came first. Really? Yeah. She has entire short stories about that. Did he steal from Clarissa Spector? Probably. Probably. Wow. I'm assuming that he's a huge he, fan. <laughs> but actually, yeah, like, what do you think? What do you think the answer is? I'm I assuming didn't... chicken, right? What does he actually mean with this question? That's my first question. So I think because this album, I'm sure we're going to get into it, has a lot of kind of mysterious songwriting or a Mm -hmm. lot of kind of hard to understand lyrics. And I feel like too many people are trying to read it very metaphorically. And I think sometimes it's more so about just the way that words kind of create a picture or an impression of something. Mm -hmm. So it is, I, I think a lot of times it is meant to be read or understood literally yeah but more so in what kind of uh what that evokes in a way Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i think the dickhead is just like a persistent character and he's trying to say that since the dawn of time Mm -hmm. there's always been a prick around the corner Uh and the whole question of what came first the chicken or the egg yeah is like kind of an ongoing debate and indefinable in that way so if he's throwing the dickhead in there as well, he's just saying like that, yeah, it's a persistent part of humanity is that there's always a dickhead <laughs> around the corner as well. Nice. Although, hasn't there actually been kind of a conclusive evidence now that the egg came first? Because just so as a way of procreation, it came before the chicken developed as a right, species. Right, as a chicken, yeah. So The first chicken go. came out of an egg, probably. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah, but how did that egg get made? Mm, by something by like, that was almost a chicken, but not yet yeah. a chicken. Like rep- a just evolution. Or, yeah, probably. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah. But like repti- 
reptiles, dinos- dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm assuming came from eggs, right? Yeah. yeah. Favorite worst podcast <laughs> reporting, <laughs> reporting very important findings <laughs> from the world of science. <laughs> I guess the first thing I actually want to ask you is, considering the change in sound really from the last two, mm-hmm. uh, how was your listening experience? Was it as jarring as many reviewers tend to say? Did it feel like a really natural progression? Was it the first time for you, Mara, listening to this in full? Maybe Lottie as well, was it? No, not the first time in full, but the first time appreciating it in full, I would say. Right. Like every every single um, was familiar. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's so well packaged as an album. It's so complete. And I think we mentioned before, like with the new producer on board, I think that that really tailored the sound. But it, it's complete as a standalone. And mm-hmm. actually, yeah, the transition it is quite different sound. Yeah. Um, I think it sits in a really nice place in their discography where it like continues a lot of his sort of like cataloging lyrics where he just word vomits so many things in in a few lines mm-hmm. with the like twangy guitar of future arctic monkeys futures and what's to come at this point what we now know to be the car and tranquility bass and that twangy guitar i think is the desert rock thing Maybe. i think mm-hmm. it like seems to fit in that world means. yeah twangy guitar that's twangy guitar okay <laughs> um and so I, yeah i think it sits at a really nice point so retrospectively the listening experience isn't that jarring mm-hmm. because knowing what they sound like now this album was the first time especially since we've been listening from the start that i was like oh, i haven't listened to like body paint in a while <laughs> i haven't listened to the car in general in a mm-hmm. while and i think it's because it has like flashes of their future work right, I can but see at that the well. time yeah that's like a completely a contextual view because at the time you don't have that kind of privilege no. so yeah what do you think because considering favorite worst nightmares your favorite yeah i feel like i have to i have to also switch that around now <laughs> i think this is my new favorite um Aww. yeah i really enjoyed this album listening to it it was my first time listening to it in full mm-hmm. and i think probably because we're looking at it in hindsight it's mm-hmm. not as jarring as it might have been mm-hmm. at the time for listeners and reviewers but yeah, it's it's nice to kind of see the the first emergence of their new sound and kind yeah. of what they later and his, become the use super of his known voice for. voice as well. Yeah, yeah. I was really that's what stood out to me last time that there was a few moments, very specific words or sentences where I was like, "Oh, Alex sounds amazing," mm-hmm. and he still does. He still sounds amazing, but it's he doesn't really do the shouty vocals anymore. Mm. He's very yeah. he's he's turning into his crooner. He's very yeah. smooth. Yeah, he's very true. smooth on here. Yeah, I like it. also can i just mention yeah uh as someone with a weird haircut i appreciate (laughs) alex turner in this time period i'm like yeah i see you you know like weird haircut and a dream let's you know (laughs) it's his most emo self i would say because that little sort of yeah the swoop side part thing is always sort of half in front of his face Mm -hmm. i love it it looks very soft I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Also, a little greasy. Yeah. 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 Some of the songs, it sounds like the hair might be getting like in his mouth or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <he> <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with with what you said, especially you, Lottie. That it's when you listen to it from first album and then second and then third, it feels sort of jarring. Mm. But mm. then knowing what's to come still after this, it makes sense and yeah. it's really like a, a logical stepping stone in their career and musical evolution and maybe off the back of that do you have highlights 
from this album? Your favorite bits? Your least favorite bits? I love um, Secret Door. Secret Door is my favorite track of nice. this album. Nice. Also, a lot of my highs and lows um, for this album are tied to seeing them live last year, uh-huh. based on uh-huh. associations with the certain songs. So Cornerstone also because it was so good live, yeah. it really like rippled through the whole audience, kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I also, I saw something about Secret Door, which was rumoured to be a follow-up to If You Were There Beware from previous. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think also it was a nice continuation of our conversations about Escape as well, because Mm -hmm. the Secret Door is like literally Houdini-ing. So it's like, new verb. (laughs) Houdini-ing. Yeah. No, I also really like Secret Door. That's the song that initially really got me into this album. When I was sort of really diving into their discography and just listening through it album by album. Yeah. Uh, And that song was like, oh, this is actually really good. Yeah. And I'd never heard it before because it's not a single. So Mm -mm. you you didn't really come across it. Can I ask you what made this album your favorite? I don't know. I think it's that um, it has a lot of songs that I really like. Mm. And I feel like it's sort of it's. It's a sort of package. Like, comparing it to Favourite Wars Nightmare, I feel like some of the songs on there I prefer over the songs that are on here. Mm-hmm. But Humbug sort of feels like it's just a compact little that's mm-hmm. Humbug, whereas Favourite Wars Nightmare was just an album with songs. To me. Yeah. yeah. I get that. It's It, it feels very consistent. Yeah. And I, I also think that this is a no-skip album yeah. for yeah. me, mm, personally. I don't think I agree. Wh- what's your skip? It's two, actually. Ooh. It's They come after each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know which ones I'm going to talk about? Or no, which ones are um, they? Yeah, Fire in the Thud and uh, <laughs> Potion of Potion. <laughs> yeah, that's what you always It's not a no skip, but those are the ones I'm least excited about. So okay, yeah. can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I would have said, because I want to give a bit of spotlight to a song that is not often talked about and that I think is very good, I was going to mention Fire in the Thud. Because <laughs> I do think it's really nice and very kind of sexy and mysterious. Mm. And I love the outro to yeah. it yeah um, i think my problem vocals it's really cool yeah yeah i think my problem with fire in the thought is that it takes so long to build i made one note in the song it's just four caps this song takes so long to pick up the pace oh my god come on <laughs> uh, and the outro is really good and i really enjoy it but before the outro i'm just like come on, Alex, <laughs> come, on come on i don't know i feel like yeah maybe maybe it tries to do a little bit of what 505 does incredibly well where it like takes a long time to build but nice yeah i I guess it doesn't it's not exactly that it doesn't achieve that with the same success definitely not but i like i even like the slower more like moody parts of the song Uh really appreciate that and then my probably favorite track of the album is uh pretty visitors yeah great um love that He's I definitely think. rapping. I think we can conclude that yeah, he's sorry. definitely rapping. We're done, you know, uh, kind of uh, smudging the facts <laughs> around this. Alex Turner is our favorite rapper. <laughs> um, but I think, okay, my theory around all of this, like this entire album mm-hmm. is just that I know that he was he was 
we famously know who he was in a relationship with at this time. Uh But to me, this album just feels like he was dating a girl who was into tarot for the first time. (laughs) And it like really blew his mind. Like there's a lot of magic on this album, Mm -hmm. which is probably also why I like it a lot. There's a lot of kind of, yeah, like weird, esoteric, occult shit going Mm on. Especially when you read it a bit more literally and not with those kind of metaphors for like, oh, he's trying to escape or he's trying to blah, blah, blah. Mm, I just kind of let him transport me to these little places that he's he's describing, like even through the secret door. I'm like, yeah, fine. (laughs) Yeah. Just let's go. (laughs) This sounds cool. Yeah. Also, looking up the lyrics to Pretty Pretty Physicist this time made me realize that I, I don't think I've ever heard what he said. Mm-hmm. He's, he goes so fast. I don't know. I think I told you, Lottie, before, but I was looking up the lyrics on genius.com. <laughs> Genius. Genius.com. Genius.com. And I scrolled down to the comments and there was one where was like, thank you, Alex. I had to Google all the fucking words in this song. Sucks being a non-native English speaker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought like, oh yeah, I can see myself in that. But I really enjoy it. And I also think that this, I think, Pretty Visitors is a song that just completely, it's not dead on the album, but it just completely comes alive in a live performance. Oh, I bet. And he also, he goes I crazy yeah. during Pretty Visitors. I love to see it. I think he should do that. Uh, yeah, go for it. On every song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on every song. <laughs> I just like watching those compilations of him being yeah. weird on stage. <laughs> I love that. What do you have to say about Pretty Visitors? Yeah, it's an admission that it's my low of the album, but not as controversial as it might sound because I completely appreciate it as a song and I had so much love for it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. But this is the other point at which like, my uh, experience at the concert last year completely changed the song for me because I had a really bad experience on the way which I think I've also mentioned on the podcast before my way to um Arctic Monkeys concert at the Emirates I had a horrible experience on the tube which was packed full of Arctic Monkeys fans Mm -hmm. and one of the guys that like made it a really uncomfortable experience was shouting so drunkenly what came first the chicken or the dickhead (laughs) so it really like lodged in my head and then I remember distinctly when they were playing Pretty Visitors that I spotted the group of guys in the crowd and I know now forever since like it's so attached now to this bad idea Uh of and I just imagined them because it has this kind of like chant like atmosphere yeah it's kind of scary it is like it's threatening yeah and I'm just picturing them like coming towards me with this like chant oh no they're marching at me and yeah I shouldn't laugh I'm sorry yeah and also because Secret Door as like my special little one mm-hmm. is um it has the fools on parade in yeah. the first mm-hmm. which is like I would prefer to think of them as fools on parade fools on parade there you go um than the scary crowd like coming mm-hmm. at me yeah 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 so I it's like a retrospective bad experience attachment right. and I mean it's a bit of a cop out of a low because I do still really like the song but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just it's just attached a bad experience mm-hmm. yeah. I get that. I think this also, sorry, I'm going a completely different direction. But whenever I hear this organ intro Mm -hmm. to Pretty Visitors and the chorus, I think that they might have been inspired by um, Kurt Weil, who wrote, okay, Mm. sorry, this is... (laughs) 
but he wrote a lot of the music to uh, the plays by Bertolt Brecht. Okay, yeah. Um, wow. And especially one song, the Whiskey Song, which was later covered by The Doors. Oh. oh. You know, the one that goes, yeah. oh, show me the way to the next oh, whiskey, whiskey bar. Yeah, that one. Um, and I kind of feel uh, something about that, yeah, like, I can see sort that. of strange, like, circus music mm. atmosphere in this song. I really enjoyed that. I didn't expect that also mm -hmm. from Arctic Monkeys, that mm -hmm. they would go in this direction. So that was really cool. I like that. Yeah, nice. Um, oh, yeah. I haven't mentioned what my low point is. I don't actually think I have one, though. Whoa. Oh, I have a low point, what actually. What is your low point? But it's kind of paratextual. It's not really about... Maybe Potion Approaching. Yeah, maybe potion approaching is the one where I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, see that the same. But my my biggest low is the album cover. Uh, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. I also think it looks weird in line with all the other right. ones. Mm -hmm. It's it's purpley and and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like the font they use for the logo. I I don't like the color scheme. I don't like that mm -hmm. it has them on it. <laughs> and like, but especially just, so unrecognizably, like yeah. they're all like looking away. Yeah, which why can, is which Matt cool. the focal point of the cover? He's just a little drummer boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, sorry, but Shots you fired. think that. <laughs> Where's Alex? Alex is sitting somewhere in the bottom of Alex the... Alex and his like he's bob. Show us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's barely visible. Yeah. Um, like, Matt is definitely, like, doing coke or something. Yeah, I don't know what he is. Right. He's sort of... Also... And then there's Bo Burnham over there <laughs> on the right. I don't know what he's doing there. That's weird. He's there twice. He's got, like, a creepy reflection. Yeah, Matt's also there twice. Yeah. That's true that the cover really sucks. I don't like it. It's no. like we just took Coke in the bathroom and posed for a photo. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> well, pro Probably that's what happened. Yeah, true. Amazing. Because I tried to find if there was, like, notes or interviews or where they talked about the cover. Yeah. No. Couldn't find it, at least. For the debut, there's a lot of kind of other photographs that mm -hmm. were in consideration right. or something. And, and there was like a, a story, story because it was a friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's my, my lowest Low point. point. And then I also have maybe, I don't know if we should keep calling this our cuddles in the kitchen, but I have a thing that gives me the ick. Ooh, tell me. It's the icky man. The icky man. <laughs> no, it's not the icky man. I really like that lyric. But it is basically in its entirety the song Dangerous Animals yeah <laughs> <laughs> but especially when they spell out animal and dangerous and just I'm pinned down by the dog <laughs> I like it I'm sorry I like it he was up to something he was dating a girl who was like doing voodoo or, or something I don't know what she was doing to him I but like I like song, it but I just ooh. it's the spelling of the mm. words that just I've seen a lot of people point that out, but I think if a word is like long and ridiculous enough, mm -hmm. then it, it's cool again to spell it out. <laughs> when you're okay. like, okay, yeah, we're not going to spell like hello or hi or no. uh, anything like that. We're going to say like, yeah, we're going to go like full A, whatever. <laughs> I can't even spell myself, but you know, you know what I mean. Wait, yeah. what came first? Um, Dangerous Animals by the Arctic Monkeys or Glamorous by Fergie? <sighs> <laughs> but but glamorous is very slow in comparison mm. to this because they go like G L A, -A <laughs> and here they're like they're like running a through it. It's, it's yeah, so, true. I love this. That's song. how I know how to spell animal really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's our party trick. 
<laughs> that's also yeah <laughs> this is unrelated but have you ever seen there's this guy that made the like an animated one direction series the adventurous adventures of one direction <laughs> what? and uh, it's really funny you should watch it there's just i think this guy's really mark stupid. something and he just drew one direction he there's one first installment that's about 15 minutes long and there's a second installment and then he came back years later to make a sort of 10 part series oh. and it's just them going on adventures um oh. yeah on, and on then he just sort of i think he what on what kind of adventures everything they fight with electronic electronic people you just watch it you wow. should just okay. sit down one evening and watch it but they and it's the same in uh, in the best song ever is in the best song ever video clip yeah is that they say the names in a sort of particular order And then that is just etched in my brain. So whenever I someone asks me, oh, so the members of One Direction like Niall, Louis, Liam, Harry, Zach, it's Zayn. Sure, whatever you say, big guy. And that's just oh. I, <laughs> that's the entire video. Wow. But this, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, those are just Makes things that are stuck in my brain, and I would just Sorry. be able to give the answer in an instant. <laughs> I also think he pronounces pirouette here in a way that reminds me of Paul McCartney saying jet. In the song "Jet" off of Band on the Run, um, please listen back to it. It's uh -huh. very particular. I I don't know. I just <laughs> I've never heard it. I think I just heard. But how does does it sound alike? Jets. Oh, like that. <laughs> Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's something very interesting about it. I'm sure he was inspired by Paul McCartney when he did that. There's actually also something. I think that's on Secret Door, where I sort of mishear something, and it's very. Totally slight mishearing, but I think he said something I wouldn't notice, but I always hear I wouldn't know sis. <laughs> I don't actually know where it is. Um, yeah, I would. It's in the bridge. He's so Even sassy. if they were to find us, I wouldn't notice. I'm completely occupied, yes. and I always hear I wouldn't know sis. <laughs> Sis. I love that, sis. <laughs> But while we're on the topic of Secret Door, I think, yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah. I just think that after the bridge, that chorus and the outro sounds so magical. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just, it's. I picture it in my head, like they're in a room with people, but then when that chorus drops, sort of lights go down, spotlight yes. on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it feels I like. I literally wrote the exact same thing about the bridge, though, because uh -huh. that's why he's saying they go through the secret door and yeah, yeah like would notice blah blah blah. But notice. it's like the <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the visualization visualization of that stage yeah. of love where there's no one else in the room. Exactly, he, that. he does it in a way musically, lyrically, all combined that's not cliched, and it mm -hmm. really it's like it really really um, conjures the image yeah. of them. But like you're looking at them, but you're yeah. also aware that he doesn't know you're there like oh. exactly mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's funny like that, that we have the same the sort of picture yeah, yeah. I, i picture that as well like yeah. sort of a uh, like a sun going up yeah. or something yeah, it just feels exactly. like oh something's opening up right Big revelation yeah i think Beautiful. it is because it's all so strongly connected like the music and the lyrics and mm -hmm. the kind of theme of the song the progression and pacing yeah. of the song it's like building up to this like single singling yeah. them, them out Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and then really when nice. he goes like for the fools on parade after he's done the bridge because mm -hmm. they go down in tempo, it makes it so slow mm -hmm. and barely any instrumentation, and then fools on parade, and it just mm -hmm. it sort of opens up and it's, it's so, so glorious, yeah. it's yeah. amazing. 
How do we feel about frolic and fuck about? Yeah. <laughs> frolic and fuck just, about. Just, just, again, you know, it's again. like favorite juxtaposition. <sighs> yeah. I don't High know. brow, low brow. I think I don't like it. Oh. No? <laughs> I think it's my cuddles in the kitchen. Is for it? This, yeah. This it's also the only explicit song on this record. Oh, is it? Record? Fact I don't actually know. Me, please. Um, I think so. And like, I feel like that's a wasted F-bomb for me. I just, Drop I, it I, I get else. that you feel the, the, the cuddles in the kitchen. Yeah. But I also just... I like the way it just rolls off his tongue. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't and know. he's like, he does feel really strongly. So I think it's coming out. <laughs> like he, t- he told me. Yeah. Ah, no, there's another, there's another F word in Pretty Visitors. Um, oh, I was about to say there should be, there should be an F bomb in yeah, Pretty Visitors. True. Like, where is it? Oh, and I guess Dickhead as well. I yeah. know the fucking fiddles with the feed and the balancing yeah. act. Yeah. You know who I fucking think fiddles should, great. Yeah, so. fucking fiddles. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I think uh, I think Kate Bush should do a cover version of Pretty Visitors. <gasps> Could you picture her singing the chorus mm, like with an organs. octave higher? <laughs> Just and I also want to hear her say, "What came first, the chicken or the dick?" <laughs> I want to hear her like, please. That sounds but like amazing. Couldn't you idea. picture her like yes. clown, full clown makeup, and she's like singing this? Yeah, AI. No, 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 no. Real. The actual real. Kate Bush. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about crying lightning, kind of off the back of what you just said um, about the frolic and fucking highbrow, lowbrow, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the line where he goes and how you'd like to aggravate the ice cream man on rainy afternoons. I feel like it's the aggravate is such mm-hmm. a big word and then right after that it's ice cream man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just love the sort of dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. It is. There's a lot of that in that song yeah. as well. There's so much double meaning in the song as well. I just love the way and you can it's it's sort of balancing on a line of being sort of cuddles in the kitchen but also really great. In the <laughs> the word combinations are sort of especially with the alliteration that it's sort of yeah. it's, it's it can be icky but at the same time it's just the way he sings it makes it sound so nice mm. to me at least I was paying attention a lot this time around to like um kind of hands and mouths because mm-hmm. you pointed oh. that out last time Lottie and here again we've got a lot of like chewing and biting yeah um, the Gobstopper, I think, mm-hmm, is also yeah. so amazing as like both obviously a reference to the sweet, to the yeah. candy, but also like being unable to speak, yeah. being unable to respond or something. And I think it comes up again later in Potion Approaching uh-huh. where there's the bumps woke, woke me up in your grip and the tide took me to your mouth and then swept me back down to your palms. So again, mm-hmm. kind of this connection between like hand and mouth mm-hmm. or like... I don't know. There's something to that and it's very cool. Also, Potion Approaching has a really devastating line along those lines um, <laughs> where he says, I preferred her as a cartoon. Yeah. And I mean, devastating, non-positive. <laughs> yeah, but he, the way he sings it makes it almost sound funny because he goes up. Yeah. Well, you think he's like mocking? Yeah, maybe a little mm, bit. Maybe. Maybe if I there think. was quotation marks around it, it would be like, mm, fine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. What's the song that we spoke about uh, off the first record? We were saying for ages like he wouldn't sing that now. Um, oh, she still knows, takes you. She still, still take yeah, you yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of that as well. That, it has that vibe. I mm-hmm. prefer her as a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Although I like, she's always trying to give me vitamins. <laughs> I think that's really like kind of pouty and like cute when he's like, "God, give me goddamn vitamins. I want to take them." 
And also, because the lyrics you sent to me, for Crying Lightning, it has first three that's only on the acoustic version of the song. So I listened to it. I'd never heard that before. Mm-hmm. I just really like the part where he goes, I was so severely underwhelmed, I thought I might never recover. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's wow. useful. I actually don't really like that verse. Like, I, I read through it. I haven't listened to the to the actual, like, how it sounds when mm-hmm. they record it. But I was kind of like, mm, okay. And I also wrote down, uh, gives me still take you home vibe. <laughs> like, the end. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I feel like as soon as he's kind of uh, disgruntled with uh, his ladies, he kind of goes into that mode. Mm. Into the still take you home mode. And I don't <laughs> like it. I don't enjoy yeah. that very much. Especially because I thought, okay... I was just listening to Crying Lightning and I thought she was like, I don't know, she was like summoning ghosts or something and he didn't enjoy that very much. Like I thought that was the Crying Lightning game. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and like I didn't bungee. assume that it was just like the fact that she was crying and he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. She's like, I don't know. She's doing like weather magic or something. <laughs> weather magic. <laughs> I don't know. Um <laughs> And then it like takes me back down to this level of, oh, this is just about a random relationship mm-hmm. that he had with someone. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's underwhelming. I thought this was about something really cool and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about my professor? I was about to say. <laughs> I really want to talk about it because mm-hmm. we've discussed it already yeah. a few months ago, which is way before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not the only one who thinks it, but this was one of my favorite songs and I was just listening to it one time, walking around my neighborhood and then I was like no way it's a song about his penis is it is Is it it? and i remember you i told you about it yeah and you were like no i had some resistance to that yeah Mm. and i can see that but what else is it supposed to mean no helicopter (laughs) his helicopter (laughs) won't start it's really annoying when that happens (laughs) no i don't i don't really know i don't really know either but it could be about so many things of course it could also Um, if it is about erectile dysfunction because he is saying that he cannot get his propeller to spin and that he needs someone to get it spinning yeah get it started um I don't know. Like, you've got to make your descent slowly and oil up those sticky keys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but if it is about erectile dysfunction, why would you write yeah, why and release you put that a song? Out there? But I cannot, because on Genius it says something about his motivation and, like inspiration. and inspiration. Yeah. But you could have written a different metaphor for that, really. But the thing is, this is this is kind of meta but like if he is in that point where he's struggling uh, inspiration-wise and he, he can't get started creatively Mm -hmm. then maybe he would think of such a basic metaphor as like his dick (laughs) to kind of get started with trying to build something with his lyrics and so it's actually a song that's so much about the writer's block he's illustrating the writer's block by using his penis his penis as the metaphor but is it like propeller yeah (laughs) the propeller propeller. is a metaphor for his penis which is a (laughs) (laughs) metaphor for inspiration yeah exactly when i say metaphors yeah Yeah. but I, i don't know how deep that really runs to be honest do you think it's a good opening song um no i'm like it's forgettable for me i'm not a big my propeller it also the fact that it was the third single yeah, it's surprised strange. Me. Yeah, yeah and Pretty Visitors wasn't, but it was supposed to be. I think it should have. Yeah. yeah, I think it follows Cornerstone really and Crying Lightning a lot better been. than My Propeller. Yeah. yeah, although I do like the guitar riff because it kind of sounds mm. like it's mm-hmm. kind of stuttering. It's kind of like oh, uh, uh, it's not getting yeah. started in a way. 
Like that's okay, no. I, there's a lot of that on this album. <laughs> I think that has a lot of credibility. It's the same with the symbols in Crying Lightning. It's like mm-hmm. thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. I also think the wording is kind of weird, right? Like a spin of my propeller. Yeah, you would say you would what have like, spin on my propeller if it was. If it was that yeah. <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> wait have i actually set my highlight i don't think i have no you i think you've just sort disowned of owned a lot of past favorites like my propeller was a big one yeah Door was a like big one. yeah what is um, it now well it's always been but others have joined it but still even coming back to it now it will always be cornerstone i think uh, i love cornerstone yeah and i also love the way that they perform it yeah. more recently yeah 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 because they play it a bit slower. I mean, Cornerstone is not uh, a fast song, necessarily. Mm. But even just that tiny change in tempo makes it sound so much better. Like, it gives it more meaning. Mm-hmm. I like how the verses are so predictable because it sort of repeats, but it's somehow different every time. But that's the point. That's yeah. what he's looking at as well. Those, that's all the women that look like yeah. his woman. Yeah. Yeah, it's, again, he's it's tying so it crazy. all together. Who, who is he dating? Yeah. <laughs> it, was it Alexa Chung at that Yeah, time? it was. Yeah. I don't really think a lot of women look like her, though. I think he was... True, unique. Just she has a unique face, yeah. Maybe he was just going up to... Like, I love that he's just like, yeah, just went over to that lady who sat over there and then smooched her. I, I do think this song is quite whimsical. It's it very is. cute. I think this is also Paul McCartney-esque. I could see I Paul see McCartney yeah, yes, doing this number. Um, like... It's kind of cutesy, and the yeah. repetition is is nice. And I I also really like it as a single. I'm glad to see something a bit more like on the slower, more ballad y mm-hmm. side. Yeah, um, it definitely shows their their variety in songs that they have. Mm-hmm. An iconic video, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah, love it. <laughs> Amazing video, love it. Directed by what's his name again? Richard Ayoade. Richard Ayoade. Great. I want to give a little more attention to Potion Approaching. Okay. Just because, you know, we all don't like it, so let's uh, <laughs> talk about it. When he goes, oh, he fell asleep in the car. I'm like, the car. <laughs> Nobody can say the car around me. No. I'll just be like, uh, like Arctic Monkeys. Um, <laughs> but I do I do like that section with, like, when the bumps woke me up in your grip, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I like that. Um, so we're assuming it's about drugs, right? I was assuming it was about drugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, potion, right? Yeah, I was, and just I was like, feeling like either like a potion that can heal you, or also something that can give you like a weird hallucination, mm-hmm. or like because this in the beginning it's the second line where he says, "And we embellish the banks of our bloodstreams." Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. again, biting. Yeah, and through caution to the colorful. What are there the more vitamins? Than I want to say? The vitamins as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the vitamins might actually not be vitamins. No, I don't. Um, well, I was reading it as. Okay, so he's sort of, he is with someone, mm-hmm. but he's taking the drugs with someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's the person they were in, he was embellishing the banks of his bloodstreams with. Mm-hmm. And then he's sort of realizing that yours is the only emotion that he wants to swing, swing from. And then I've got this eco mechanic. She's always trying to give me vitamins, is the person he's with. I don't know where I want to say with this, really. But I, but I just think with 
um, his lyrics often drugs and sex lied a lot and mm-hmm. I think you can also see it as sex because I think embellishing your bloodstream can be like an increased heart rate or something yeah, like that also true, yeah. and then potion approaching it's like that kind <laughs> of you know yeah. arrival um, <laughs> and maybe a, the potion approaching your eyes holding a token swollen <laughs> inside <laughs> yeah I just I think that the betrayal theme maybe is continuing. Like you mm. say, it's with another girl. Mm. Oceans as well sometimes has some sexual meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swimming in He's someone's swinging ocean. swinging from it, though. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. He's doing acrobatics. But swinging? Can you use cheating? Swimming. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, there yeah. you go. Swing from, not swing to. Because he knows he's going away. From mm. my ocean. In a go-kart. <laughs> in a go kart yeah i love that last line i think that's funny yeah but also the ego mechanic and like the way that he sees her as a cartoon mm-hmm. kind of again like maybe someone who's just trying to yeah like push his ego make him feel good about himself stuff like that so she's she's also more of an outline of a person than like an actual mm. yeah nice character in a way uh-huh and she's not shattering my attitudes she's like not threatening his ego in any way at all but more so like pushing him so yeah like an enabler maybe yeah in the context of maybe drugs nice do we want to give any attention to dance little liar because we haven't talked about it at all yes we do yes i was surprised to find out that it has like a big following online people some people were saying favorite arcs monkeys track of all time i really like dance little liar I think this is it's a Tumblr fine. one. Yes. I think this is one that like yeah. the lyrics and the the title will just like mm. I can see it in like aesthetic posts. Like, yeah. Just see it right in front of me. So fiction on your lips. <laughs> built for a black and white Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Someone in a black tennis skirt and yeah. like ripped yes. tights yeah. is yeah, reposting that in 2010 <laughs> yeah. or something. Well, yeah. T- 2010 was ambitious. Sorry. <laughs> like 2014. Or uh, that was 13? already like, I mean, then 12? that's already AM. When is AM? Sorry. 13. 13. Yeah, okay. So it's around the time. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. I like the song. It doesn't really stand out that no. much to me, but I enjoy it when I listen to it. It's not like Potion Approaching or Fire in the Top. <laughs> what don't you Ouch. like about fire in the fire? I just think it's too slow. It t- yeah, it takes too long to pick up. <laughs> it's definitely one I, I like it. enjoy more for its sound than mm. what they talk about. I think that's similar for Dance It's a Lie. I really like the bass line that goes through this song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say about Dance It's a Lie? No. Good. <laughs> Itchy bones. Itchy bones. Have you got him? I like that. Uh, I do think it's it's like a nice description of of guilt and uh, trying to mm. lie to someone you love. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, I mean, again, maybe a bit more like close to reality instead of going into strange imagery Magical and stuff. So yeah. here it's more like, yeah, this is it. Kind of in that way it reminds me of "Do Me a Favor." lyrically that it has that very real also like i think he has an ability to write about emotion in a very um coherent and relatable way so i think that's achieved 
in this song. True. The lyricism has the same kind of Tumblr-esque, but also capturing emotion, like you say, mm-hmm. with curiosity becomes a heavy load. Also could be black tennis skirt, black and yeah. white Tumblr. Yeah. Bitch, <laughs> so overall, I think it's really funny that back in the day when it was released, it was, a, it was appreciated for what it was, but people weren't as happy about it. Like people were really just maybe just annoyed that they changed their sound Mm -hmm. but then looking back now it's getting a lot more praise yeah why do we think i think we've discussed our personal opinions about it but is it just maybe because people are even more angry about the newer change of sound and then they just go (laughs) back (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) what i wrote yeah like yeah genuinely i think that you tolerate it more because you see that kind of journey into where they are at now and it's like, okay, well, that's not as bad as what we have now. If you're really not a fan of his, like, drawing out the songs, running mm. away from the beat type mm-hmm. um, thing that people are commenting on now, when you revisit Humbug, it's like the earlier stages of that, which are maybe easier to swallow. Yeah, um, maybe. And maybe also even more nostalgic because, yeah, nostalgic makes the listening experience sweeter. That's true. Yeah. Definitely. I don't really have an answer for this, to be honest. No. Um, like I'm I'm pretty new to the album yeah, myself okay. so I don't really I can't really judge why mm. people would come back to it now but I I think what you say Lottie makes a lot of sense maybe people have gotten more into the occult and uh, <laughs> dating <laughs> girls who are into zodiac signs <laughs> so True. you know gotta come back to the, the album maybe, that's made yeah, for them yeah, exactly an anthem. Mm-hmm. the zodiac sign anthem (laughs) maybe they should have called it zodiac then instead of humbug (laughs) why is it called humbug do you have an answer to that i had had to google what it meant did you did you see that his interview answer it's not really an answer he answered with a question which is great classic alex Ah, wonderful alex turner hinted at the meaning of gradual revelations and secret messages which obviously is something we've discussed because he asked the interviewer back if you suck a humbug sweet do you do do the stripes disappear apparently that's all he said oh yeah like he's so mysterious right (laughs) because do they disappear or do you like consume the stripes and then that sweetness stays in you or like did they disappear because you destroyed the lines yeah i think that was Mm. what he was hinting at or if he he i don't know whether he's wording it that poetically i think he's more just saying like well, when you suck a humbug, the stripes disappear, don't they? And then it's like, yeah, take that. <laughs> I didn't know a humbug was a sweet. I didn't know that either. Oh, shit. Maybe that's an English thing. Yeah, probably. Pick a mix. Yeah. Again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah, but that's also why, because there's a lot of sweets. Because yeah, of definitely. Um, Crying mm-hmm. Lightning as well. Yeah, but also, like, I don't remember which like song it steak. is. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. come back to that in a different mm-hmm. song, but in a different way. And I really like that. Yeah. I really like that, yeah. Same with bar humbug is like an old expression. Like that's Scrooge's um, catchphrase in A Christmas Carol. Bar yeah. humbug is like... Mm. But it's oh, also like... Bore off. It's like uh, gobbledygook, right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nonsense. Exactly. I think uh, it might even be Cockney rhyming slang. I don't know. But um, oh. yeah. Also, there was a theory that humbug aligns eerily perfectly with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Did you see that? I saw that. Yeah. By every single chapter and theme, each song follows the same narrative. There is someone who's written an entire essay on it. Yeah. You can find it online. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's insane. 
Which would feed so into cool. a lot of what you're saying about mm-hmm. this kind yeah. of whimsical. Yeah. Wow. It also um, gave way more explanation to the whole ocean thing and laying in the water. Oh, yeah. Please true, send true. me that. That sounds so interesting. Yeah, it's really If good. you find it, that sounds super... Some intertextuality super for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love to see it. But yeah, also, like, I feel like the lyrics might also be a bit nonsensical mm-hmm. at some points. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's maybe it's a reference to that, that there's yeah. um, a lot of what he's doing here lyrically is not exactly writing in metaphors or writing very literally, but more so trying to paint a picture with words. Mm-hmm. Um and also maybe like a Lewis Carroll-esque fashion. Yeah. Like, I definitely see that. Oh, this is so interesting. This is why I love doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love that. Because originally when I was considering the why is it called Humbug, I just wrote sweets with four question marks. <laughs> <laughs> but then obviously you like dig a little bit deeper, you find that line and then you find mm-hmm. the Alice in Wonderland essay. Like people have really given time to yeah. mm-hmm. to this because I think, like you say, the pictures that he's generating are so relatable, but also if, to be able to generate the same image like the fact that we all have this spotlight idea within yeah. the secret door mm-hmm. is really powerful and credit to the kind of accuracy to emotion yeah. that he has yeah i just want to listen to the song now <laughs> yeah it's so good we haven't talked about jeweler's hands yet oh. mm. sorry is it is that also not a a much appreciated um that's just for oh. me now mm-hmm. uh, a kind of forgettable one I just love the outro so much. I wish the song was just the outro. Yeah. Because uh, it does also, again, yeah. feel like the parade. Yeah. Kind of marching past you and they're just oh, chanting yeah, this like weird thing. And I love um, the grinning bubble blowers in the snow. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind great of imagery creepy, in the song. But again, like interesting. You're walking through like a strange kind of landscape, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And Again, I saw on Genius.com, somebody was like, Amazing. this song is about infidelity. And I was like, oh, God, you're so boring. <laughs> why, like, why is everything about that? I think Genius, it's way more fun to go to the comments. Yeah. The people that write comments underneath. Because every interpretation of the song is about a lover of sorts. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's also the case with, what's the one that I said was about drugs and you said it was about sex? Potion of Potion. Potion of Potion, yeah. yeah. They were like, yeah, no, it's two people and they're His so in love. I'm like, yeah. quite sure that's not just that. Yeah. And then you have people in the comments that are starting like a complete discourse about whether it means this or that. Yeah. And that's way more interesting mm-hmm. than whatever these contributors say on the website. Yeah. True. Who are these contributors, yeah. by the way? I also, like none of the comments on the, like, the actual lyrics are verified. So mm. it's also just someone mm-hmm. who's taken the time to... Just anyone, yeah. essentially. I, I think you can just do it, like, with Wikipedia. I think yeah. if you make an account, you can... I don't actually know how it works. Mm. I it's think your observation about the outro as well is nice because it obviously closes the album. So, yeah, the emphasis on It's a very good that. album closer, yeah, the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely agree. Completely what do agree. you think, or, like, you know, because he says, if you've a lesson to teach me, like, I love... I think that's such an interesting I'm thing listening. for him to say right i'm wondering like because a lot of the time i feel like he also we see alex turner as a songwriter quite confident Mm -hmm. we see him writing very Mm. um accomplished lyrics and then suddenly there's this about like lessons to to teach and he's like Mm -hmm. opening himself up to learning these lessons i feel like it's a very different way of positioning yourself Mm. well you think he's inviting his listeners 
I don't know. Mm, nice. On the album closer, it's like, yeah. what are you going to do with this one? What are yeah. you, you going to say about Humbug? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. He knew it was going to be controversial. So he sort of. Maybe. Yeah. Warmed himself up for that. Again, kind of mocking. Because yeah. It's, yeah, it's like inform the master. Mm-hmm. He likes his mocking tone on this album. Yeah. Also thinking back to Favourite Nightmare and the Circus Berserkus. <laughs> was that foreshadowing for a circus carnivalesque? magical Maybe. album yeah it's funny how often we've mentioned like circus and carnivalesque yeah. and the fact that we were talking about that last w- last week it could be i don't know no, probably not I mean, it's probably just a nice coincidence i feel like they were they were using that imagery a bit more like loosely mm-hmm. in uh our favorite circus berserkus because there it's more like oh yeah it's a circus as in it's chaotic yeah it's kind of out of control but here i feel like they're actually like yeah the, yeah i feel like the um the clown costumes kind of would make more sense with this album <laughs> but instead they're like doing cocaine on the yeah. album cover yeah <laughs> they probably did some cocaine while recording all of this <sighs> yeah. it actually also kind of continues into suck it and see you just made me think because we're going suck back to favorite see. worst <laughs> nightmare and then yeah not to talk too much about suck it and see because that'll come next but yeah also cr- okay it goes from crying lightning to she's thunderstorms and suck it and see. Uh, so there's there's like an evolution there with mm-hmm. the same imagery. That's nice. That's true. For next time. For, For next, next time. time. What do you think the lesson that we are learning from this album is? <sighs> Watch out. Be careful. Enjoy life. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watch out, be careful. That's really funny. I'm also just sorry, this is going back to to the songs, but I've just got Secret Door in front of me right now and I highlighted the it's a Magnolia celebration. That that's just his way of saying that's a house party. Like mm, that's wow. To me it was yeah. What's the significance of the Magnolia? Because I think it was on Genius. But uh, that the colour, I don't know if you know, that magnolia is like a colour that most houses are yeah. in. Classic kitchen colour type yeah. thing. Oh. It's, like, it's like off-white cream, yeah. I think. Very interesting. So magnolia celebration being it's a house a party. flower. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I Whoa. also, like looking at the rest of the lyrics, it's definitely about some sort of event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was an interesting way of, of like phrasing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know in Friends totally. do we watch Friends? Yes. No. Oh, okay. There's an episode where Joey doesn't know how to write a love letter or a letter and so he thesaurus. thesaurus <laughs> for every word and because his name's Joey when he signs it off he says like thanks baby kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> and, like oh, really Alex Turner kind of attacks the thesaurus in the same way. <laughs> true yeah true i really like um laughter's assassin in jeweler's hands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's nice and i think we've spoken about laughing before um and it's also lyrically kind of sistered with um giggles at a funeral in hosier's take me to church don't know why that just came to mind but like i like when laughter is is placed with darker mm-hmm. sentiments and also laughter's assassin like taking away that element of like innocent fun or yeah like yeah human reaction it's nice good lyricism thank you alex thank you muchas gracias muchas gracias alex (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) all
What I thought was interesting is that Favorite Worst Nightmare, as we discussed last time, so many songs on there are about them and the industry mm. and about their career. Mm-hmm. And there's basically none of that on this album. I'd say if they're like Pretty Faces, this is the only one that sort of talks about. Yeah. Or maybe Secret Door is like the paparazzi thing mm. or it could potentially yeah. be something like that. Yeah. Like fame. But it's not as explicit as on the no. previous No, it's definitely, it was interesting. definitely not as explicit. I, but mm-hmm. I do just always think that he's like fluctuating between relationships in his life, in mm-hmm. his lyrics. Yeah. Like, I don't think that if you if it seems like a romantic relationship it could just as equally be his relationship with his fans or his relationship with the press and industry i think it's interchangeable in a way though it like in what my propeller does it could be something ridiculous or it could be something like profound about Mm -hmm. the writer's block so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's always like you say definitely not as explicit but there's always multiple meanings yeah that's true that's true i would love for alex turner to lean into this like fantasy darkness again <laughs> at some point in his career i don't think he will i mean you had tranquility plays that came sort of close in that he used those science spacey. fiction yeah. science fiction elements I, but it's I not like, the same i like when he i like when he does this on here i i want him to go like full-blown Sales. cosplay yeah like do something <laughs> interesting yeah, so before um, we we leave you with this episode and we go home, um, we I want to the ask, secret door. We close. Yes. Nice, <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Before we close the secret door, uh, before we hoodie our way out of here, mm. um, I want to play a round of unpaused. And what are your last listen to songs? I'm really hoping it's not oh. humbug. Uh, yeah, fully jeweler's hands. Oh, <laughs> oh that's um, actually. That- that's yeah, I was oh. I was listening to the album one last time before coming here, but you can like go. Do you use your liked songs playlist? Do you like songs? Ooh, yes. Nice. Do you like songs? Oh, yeah. Just shovel it once. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I dare you. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, girls on film, Duran Duran. Oh, nice. nice, that's good. <laughs> good one. <laughs> well, Taylor, do you made have? me nervous. I'm. I got caught off guard for a sec because not an artist I uh, an artist I massively respect, but not one I normally listen to. It's Yah by Kendrick Lamar, who mm. you like, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason that was is because I listened to Joy Crooks' cover of Yah slash Element. Uh huh. Um which matches the two of his and i I was listening to it and realized that i never actually heard the original Uh, so i went back and listened to his yeah i really liked it i really nice yeah it's nice um mine is my lady of mercy from the the newest last dinner party the newest oh yeah from the last dinner party record yeah i really like that when that dropped my like little friends list on spotify was like three people in a row all listening to the last dinner party i think it's really good yeah Oh, cool. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, I would recommend. Amazing I saw that they debut. Were, they were opening for... Hosier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you like Kate Bush, roads, right? All roads lead back to You Hosier. like Kate Bush? <laughs> I love, I love I Kate I think Bush. you would really like this. I think they go nice. a bit Kate Bush. I think they go mm. a bit ABBA sometimes. Ooh. Okay, that's a like nice combination. Like in the way they do the Definitely. vocal harmonies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think you would really, really enjoy okay. it. Okay. That's a nice combination of artists. Yeah, people say that they're industry plants because they they opened for Rolling Stones before having released anything. Oh. 
but I don't care because I mean, if they're slaps. good, exactly. If they're good, what people on Twitter is like, please, if they're uh, in yeah. industry plants, please plant some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. A lot of the time, people just use words without knowing mm. what they mean. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. No, I just really enjoy like this what song, you enjoy. So. The album and everything, really good nice. for 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 debut. Mm-hmm. And they always Insane. wear those like mystical, magical dresses. Yeah, they look very and nice. They look so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Amazing. Awesome. Well, I think that's it uh, for today. Da. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Have I never done that on podcast before? Auga. Yeah. See you um, next time. Thank you for listening. Um, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.